0: Welcome to the Three Big Questions of Retirement with Tim Brown of The Viable Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tim provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the answers to your
1: financial questions, is Tim Brown. Welcome to the Three Big Questions of Retirement. My name is Tim Brown from The Viable Group. If you want more information about what you hear during the show, give us a phone call 210-824-1750 Or visit us online at theviablegroup.com. The three big questions of retirement. Is my money in the right place? Will my nest egg help me maintain my current lifestyle once I retire? What happens to my family when something happens to me? Today we're going to be talking about some of the dangers of making assumptions when it comes to your finances. You may assume certain things are set in stone when it comes to retirement but they're not. Now, before we get into those, I want to welcome my co-host into the show, Tony Shore. Hi, Tony. How are you? Well,
0: I'm doing good, Tim, but, you know, we're talking about assumptions, and uh, I assumed we were going to be talking about something like uh, pizza today, (laughs) but uh, uh, that's the danger of making assumptions, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, But I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've had a good week. It's been a busy one. How about you? How have you been?
1: Oh, we've been fantastic. Uh, We're right here in the middle of summer down in Texas and everything seems to be going very well. Uh, Getting just enough rain not to turn into a desert. So uh, in our business, we're busy as we can be. Uh, So we think we're essential. We think all our clients are essential. So there you go.
0: I like that. That's a great motto. And not only are you an essential business, but your clients are essential too. That's great. And I know you've been working through everything that's been going on, uh, you know, meeting with folks virtually and uh, doing everything you can to help people with their finances. So, uh, you know, misconceptions and assumptions, I should never assume everything's just about pizza. Uh, I I think this is going to prove to be a very good episode. So where do we start?
1: Let's start Tony with a article that came out. Oh, not that long ago called three money myths that could ruin your retirement. Uh, the author was a lady named Katie Brockman and she broke down some of the things that she thought were myths and how they can impact your retirement. I like to consider them misconceptions because they do have some factual basis, but the end assumption is flawed in some way.
0: Now that sounds interesting, but I think I need to hear more before I truly get what you're putting down here, Tim. Give me an example.
1: Okay. So the first myth or misconsumption mentioned in the article is that you will spend less in retirement. Now it is true that spending will change during retirement for most people. There was a report from JP Morgan showed about 80% of retirees did have a change in their spending. However, about a third of them found themselves spending more than they had during some of their retirement years. Now, that often comes early in retirement, so you may end up spending a little bit less than you think in retirement, but it's going to vary widely, and that misconception could be expensive. You may average less spending per year over the course of your retirement, but you may have years, particularly the early years of retirement, where you have more spending.
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense because right now the day I spend the most money of the week is Saturday. And I've heard that in retirement every day is
1: Saturday, right? Oh, that boy, that's a great example. And so yeah. it's the, it's the fluctuation that is the most dangerous part of the assumption. It pays to keep a certain budget in mind and but you've got to have the flexibility to adjust. If you don't, you may put your financial future in danger. Flexibility's key here.
0: Well, and I certainly want to avoid danger. It's kind of my life motto, Tim. Uh,
1: what's another thing that we need to be wary of? Okay. So, if you wait until you have a higher income, it's going to be easier to save for retirement. You know, it's easy to rationalize that idea. But making more money means there's more money to save. But building a retirement nest egg can take years. What we're talking about here, especially for young people, people under the age of 50, what we're talking about here are habits. It takes years and the value of compounding interest to build a nest egg. And that's your growth tool for your savings. So if you put off saving for retirement, you're going to find yourself needing to save an even larger amount of your income later on through catch-up contributions and things like that. Don't miss out on those early years, those early rates of return that you get because you save early. Even if it's a small amount, it can have strong financial results.
0: I would imagine. And I know I've heard you talk about just how important saving, even just a little bit, can be.
1: The power of accumulating wealth over time can hardly be underestimated. It's really true. Let me give you another misconception that people think about, and maybe they make a mistake with, and it has to do with Social Security. And we're going to look at this from both sides of the issue in the article. A caution, don't assume that social security benefits are going to be your primary source of retirement income. There was an article, like I said, in the Motley Fool, and it said that the average social security benefit is probably smaller than you think. And that's true. Last year, the average social security benefit was a little over $1,400. That's not enough. It's not enough to cover all your monthly expenses for a lot of people. So when you look at what are the things that go up in retirement? Well, it can be medical expenses, things like that. You may even get less enthusiastic about covering your cost with Social Security benefits alone.
0: Well, and I think it's it could be dangerous to assume then that Social Security is going to be able to cover all those costs in retirement, right?
1: Yeah, it is. But don't take it too far. You know, the glass is half empty, the glass is half full don't assume that Social Security will not be part of your retirement income because it will. As a matter of fact, last year, the board of trustees, the guys that run Social Security, found that there were some positive developments in the long-term financial stability of Social Security. Uh, They basically looked at all the money that was in there and they said, well, it looks like we're, we're good for another 15 years or so but they added an additional year of solvency. And what that means is that Social Security is going to be some portion of your retirement, maybe the foundation.
0: Wow. Yeah. And it sounds like it's a huge part of the financial plan for your retirement. Now, does that mean that Social Security is fixed for a lack of a better term?
1: No, one good year does not necessarily mean that we've got a permanent fix in, but at least it was a sign of progress. Uh, the Board of Trustees recommended that Congress continue to act on Social Security, and you can expect that they will. Uh, it's important to realize that benefits won't end in 15 years, If even if they do nothing. What they would do is probably begin to oh, there's all sorts of changes they could make. They could pay out about 80% of what they're supposed to. They could go to means testing. They could do all, raise taxes on Social Security. They could do all sorts of things. So here's the bottom line. It's not going to be enough to cover all your monthly expenses by itself, and it's not going to vanish from the calculation when we're building income plans for our clients. What's important for each every, every one of us is to maximize your Social Security income when the time comes. Work with a financial services professional, someone who's experienced, someone who knows the ins and outs of Social Security that will determine the right time and strategy for your personal financial situation. All right, that sounds great, Tim. We should take a quick break here though. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Yeah, I mentioned working with someone who has experience. Give us a call go on our website theviablegroup.com you can check out past radio shows you can take a risk tolerance analysis A lot of things you can do on our website you can even schedule a virtual or in-person meeting when you lose a spouse
2: you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions finances are the last thing on your mind at the Viable Group we focus on making life transitions easier That's why we have put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. Give us a call at 210-824-1750 or theviablegroup.com to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help. And welcome back to the three big questions of retirement.
0: I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Tim Brown. And Tim, today you've been talking about the dangers of misconceptions or assumptions when it comes to our finances. And uh, you talked about some of the main points, some money myths and misconceptions that could ruin our retirement. And you mentioned Social Security. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, monthly expenses and delaying savings can all have a large impact on our financial future. So these issues are important, and we need to understand these misconceptions, and I'm glad you're clarifying this. Now, I know you wanted to talk about another area, and I look forward to building on what we've already discussed today. What's the next type of misconception or assumption?
1: Well, the next one I want to discuss today is how a rate cut by the Federal Reserve impacts the everyday American consumer. Uh, There was an article on CNBC. It says, here's how the Fed rate cut affects you. You see, what's been going on is late in 2019, the Federal Reserve announced that they were going to cut interest rates, and then they've started doing it again here in 1920. Did it three times in 2019, and they've done it again here in 2020. And what that means is we need to know how does that affect us? Well, yeah, Tim, it does feel, at
0: least to me, that these rate cuts or increases are getting a lot of attention, but what do they really do for us? I mean, how does this cut, uh, you know, how does it impact me? I think people want to
1: know. Yeah. So let's start with the big picture. Lower rates mean cheaper loans. Now, that can impact the average American out there by producing lower rates on credit cards, maybe lower rates on student loans maybe lower rate on a monthly car payment, maybe even a lower rate on a mortgage or a home equity loan. But here's the the bad bad part of that is in a slowing economy, lenders are less likely to approve loans. So not all consumers can take advantage of these lower rates. In addition, interest on our savings begins to decrease as well, and that leads to less growth in some savings vehicles. Mm. So
0: it sounds like that's the big picture, the overall view. Maybe you could look at some of these impacts in detail. Like how about credit cards? What does a federal rate cut mean for our monthly credit card payments?
1: Well, many credit cards have a variable rate, which means that your rate can change and will change when the Federal Reserve cuts rates. In September of last year, Americans had more than $1 trillion worth of credit card debt with interest rates in the teens and the 20s. So a quarter point with interest rates that high, a quarter point doesn't make a noticeable difference. Here's a real good action item for our listeners out there. Don't be afraid to shop your credit cards. There are a lot of people that offer low rates. There are a lot of people that offer high rates. You need to get your rates down as low as possible and then work on getting those balances down.
0: Well, what about savings
1: accounts then? Good question. Rate cut also impacts savings accounts. Boy, does it ever. And they were low last year. They're even lower this year. And I'm telling you, it gets really tough. Let's say you've got a $10,000 or $20,000 CD. You're looking to roll over and you start shopping for CD rates or a good money market rate, and they're just not out there seven in 10 savers earn less than 2% on their savings accounts. So people look at CDs, people look at money market accounts, but it's really, really hard to find a good rate right now on short-term money.
0: Wow. Well, and then what about mortgages? I mean, how are they impacted by a rate cut? Obviously the big time, right?
1: Well, mortgages are not directly linked with short-term federal rate cuts, but over time, they have been influenced by three things, the Fed, the economy, inflation. Now, mortgage rates have gotten cheap, and they've been declining over the last, over the past year. Low rates means another action item. Time to investigate refinancing your existing mortgage to a lower rate, and if it's an adjustable rate mortgage that you have, you may notice a lower monthly cost as well it's also going to make home equity lines of credits more affordable for those that are looking to upgrade or do a home remodeling project. If there is a remodel or an upgrade that you've been waiting to make, now might be a good time to make that move.
0: Well, yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, obviously when interest rates are low, I think that makes sense. Would I be right to
1: assume that rate cuts impact other types of loans then too? Well, you know, another one, everybody around here drives cars, auto loans have remained low over the past few years, uh, and they're probably going to go lower a quarter point difference on a loan of $25,000 doesn't make a savings of much only about $3 a month, but it is a good time to look at those things. Also, if you have a student loan with a private company, it probably has a variable rate and that would be related to the federal reserve cut. So you might be paying less interest on your student loans and it's going to vary from loan to loan. Um, the monthly difference may not be noticeable, but it is important that you know what rate you're paying. There are a lot of misconceptions when it comes to federal reserve rate cuts. They get a lot of coverage because they tend to move the market short term. You can get a lot of information on, you know, if you just search on Federal Reserve rate cuts. But, and they do impact the economy. However, as we've detailed today, those changes are not as consequential to the everyday consumer. Well, Tim, that sounds
0: great. Now our time is coming to an end for this segment. We do have to take another quick break. Do you have any closing comments before we
1: do? Yes, Tony. Our goal at The Viable Group in our planning process as we serve our clients is to give them clarity and the knowledge that they'll have a comfortable retirement that they've spent their life working for. If you like what you heard today, go to the website theviablegroup.com You can get a lot of good information, listen to some past radio shows, schedule an appointment with us, or give us a call. 210-824-1750. All right. That sounds great, Tim. And
0: listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more on the dangers of financial assumptions here on the Three Big Questions of Retirement with our host, Tim
2: Brown. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At The Viable Group, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called The Color of Money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theviablegroup.com or call us at 210-824-1750. That number again is 210-824-1750. And welcome back to the three big questions of retirement. I'm your co-host,
0: Tony Shore. Our host is Tim Brown. And today, Tim, you've been talking to us about the dangers of misconceptions or assumptions when it comes to our finances. And uh, you looked at a number of things, uh, some money myths that could ruin our retirement and uh, some assumptions, The federal rate cuts. Uh, We've been talking about that and how they affect uh, the everyday American consumer. They affect all of us. And I know in this final segment, you wanted to look at an article um, uh, and a topic, working in retirement doesn't always work.
1: (laughs) So what are some of the reasons working in retirement might be difficult? One of the main reasons the article mentioned, it was in Business Insider, is that the writer had done some uh, interviews with people to write his article. And he said that finding a new job as an older worker was the biggest challenge. Uh, there was one person that said the family exhausted their savings, they exhausted their IRAs, they even started spending money out of their 401ks and their pensions plans while they were searching for a new job. And it could be that you get that job and then it doesn't work out or you lose it during due to health complications. So as we're thinking about working flex time, or as we're thinking about working part-time or maybe working longer in retirement, you have to know that may not always work out. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think, I think especially for older workers, this is probably a common
1: experience having a trouble, especially if you had to find a new job. That's really true. You know, the, uh, Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco did a study about age discrimination and and it even affects callback rates. Older female candidates for administrative positions were called back 47% less than their younger competitors. For a sales job, about 36% of them were called back less than their younger competitors. So there were discrepancies. I've mentioned females. There were discrepancies among male candidates as well. Sales-related positions, older male candidates were called back 30% less than their younger cat, cat, competitors. So you can see that people really don't want to take on the healthcare cost of hiring someone who's older. Now, here's what I know. It's hard to get hired for a job If you don't get a callback and you don't even have the opportunity to interview for that job, that makes it tough, Tony.
0: Well, and yeah, that makes sense. I mean, hard to get the gig if you don't even have, uh, you don't even get a chance at it.
1: Yeah, it's really tough. So here's what you need to know. We have to be wary about not just maybe not being as employable as we thought. We have to be worried about layoffs, especially this year. We have to be worried about forced retirement. People that are in their 50s holding full-time, long-term positions were often pushed out of their jobs by their employers. About 56% of those people experience employer job loss and about 16% were able to find a job once they, once they did get laid off. So what that means is there's a chance that your longtime employer might be looking at the cost of you and the cost of your salary and the cost of your health care and comparing you to a younger employee and just making a dollars and cents uh, short-term decision.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, well, and that can paint a bit of a bleak picture when it comes to older workers, and it feels like it might be
1: difficult for them to continue working and find new work if they need to do so. Yeah. And I know, and this is kind of a downer, does feel a little bit negative, but that's why I wanted to mention the danger of assuming that you're just for sure always going to be employable. It's natural. It's easy to assume you're always going to be able to keep that full-time job if you continue to perform, but that could be a dangerous idea. And remember, it might not be as easy as you think to find additional employment. So remember I mentioned way back we have to be flexible. We have to have a flexible plan because we're not sure exactly what's coming down the pike. Right. Yeah. Nobody has a crystal ball, right? I mean,
0: uh, we have to be wary and have a plan, I think. And so now you've talked about a lot about assumptions and misconceptions so far today. What would you recommend to somebody who has listened to the show and may have further questions about these topics?
1: Yeah, we have touched on a lot today and you're right, Tony, misconceptions and myths about money and retirement to understanding how a federal reserve rate cut impacts the everyday person out there. We've looked at some of the challenges that impact older workers. If anything that we covered today resonates with those of you listening, If you have questions on how your retirement strategy can be changed to adapt to the future, to become more flexible, I recommend you reach out. Set up a time to talk to us. 210-824-1750. I know today's topics may feel a little bit negative, but we're just trying to keep you aware of some of the things that are out there. There is a strategy. There is an adjustment that you can make today that will improve your financial tomorrow i like
0: that i like that a lot and it is good to know that's a positive note and on that note we have to wrap things up we're almost out of time we've talked about a lot a lot of great information but as usual the time has flown by and our time is up for this week's show do you have anything else you want to add before we have to go today
1: Tony, it's important that we all remain flexible. It's important that you have a plan. It's important that we not make mistakes or have misconceptions in retirement. So give us a call. We're The Viable Group. That's at theviablegroup.com. You can check out our past radio shows. You can schedule a meeting with us or give us a phone call at 210-824-1750. I'd like to meet with you. Thank you for listening to the three big questions
0: of retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tim Brown at The Viable Group. Call 210-824-1750 or visit them online at theviablegroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by The Viable Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Texas. Insurance products and services are offered through Viable Strategies, Inc. The Viable Group, Inc., and Viable Strategies, Inc., are affiliated companies. The Viable Group, Inc., Viable Strategies,
1: Inc., and Tim Brown are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.